Good evening, everyone. This is Martin from Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight, we're going to do another episode that takes place on the dinosaur planet. And then later on this week, we're going to do a couple user suggestions. The first one is about a glow stick planet that was suggested by somebody who left a comment in the Canadian Apple reviews. And then another user suggestion from Sam and Miles in Ontario, Canada, who wanted a story about making friends on Mars. Don't forget that if you have an idea yourself about what should happen on the podcast, or you just want to hear certain topics kind of repeated again, write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com, or you can uh, leave a little suggestion in the Google form that's linked below. As always, it goes a long way for the podcast if you leave reviews and ratings, especially positive ones. That being said, it's time to get on to the story. So as usual, just close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in that bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Now just imagine yourself opening your eyes and looking around and noticing that you're actually inside a classroom. Okay, kids, the project for this weekend is to pick a subject, to research the subject, and then to write a story involving the research from the subject. Children who do not do this project on the weekend will be publicly shamed on Monday. Your teacher announces to the class, Oh no, I don't want to be publicly shamed. I don't, I don't even know what that means. You head home that night and you start to talk to Spaceship. Spaceship, what should I do this project on? I suggest you do the project on something you know a lot about. Hmm, what do I know a lot about? May I suggest doing it on dinosaurs, Spaceship says. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. I can do some research on the internet or something like that. Yeah, great idea, Spaceship. May I make another suggestion, Spaceship says. Why don't you go and do your research live? You mean like we could go to the dinosaur planet and take notes? That's a great idea, Spaceship. Let's get going right now. Understood, Spaceship says. You immediately stand up and head outside. You head directly to the shed that you and Spaceship put up before for the portal. You open the shed doors, and inside you find a huge, round piece of metal that you know is the portal. Spaceship, you say, dial the dinosaur planet. Dialing dinosaur planet now, Spaceship says. The portal lights up a bright blue color that looks like flowing water. And you and Spaceship, who's currently the size of a toy, along with Changer, who's following you close behind, jump through the portal. You find yourself flying through the center of a huge wormhole with bright and beautiful colors on all of the sides. Before long, you come to the other side. You jump out of the portal and you find yourself standing on the dinosaur base on the dinosaur planet. All right, spaceship, we better get to exploring 
Uh, Changer, do you mind giving me a ride, you say? As a response, Changer runs up beside you and immediately starts to glow and transform its shape until it's the size and shape of a velociraptor with a saddle. You climb on top of Changer and give him a little nudge with your feet. Changer immediately starts running straight towards the exit to the dinosaur base. The huge laser gates open up, and you and Changer, followed by Spaceship, who's currently the size of a toy flying right beside your head, runs out of the exit and into the dinosaur forest. You can see the sun high above you that looks like a golden orb in the sky, casting a warm glow over the landscape. There's towering trees and distant mountains. The air feels fresh and it's filled with the sounds of the wild. You can hear roars and calls in the distance, which uh, seem to promise a full day of discovery. Where would you like to start? Spaceship asks. Uh, Let's start by the river, you suggest, knowing that it's often a place where all the dinosaurs go. Spaceship hovers alongside you, and you and Changer run through the forest. As you approach the river, the sound of flowing water grows louder. You can see that the riverbank is alive with activity. There's giant dragonflies buzzing over the water, and small furry mammals scurrying between the trees. In a clearing by the river, there's a group of enormous herbivores grazing peacefully. Their long necks stretch high into the canopy, peacefully eating leaves off the top of the trees. Spaceship hovers beside you, scanning the creatures. Brachiosaurs, he reports, and there, by the water, are Triceratops. Your eyes widen with wonder and you begin to take notes on a little notepad you brought with you for your project. Each dinosaur is amazing. You scribble down the details, you sketch out what the dinosaurs look like, and all of the facts that Spaceship shares with you about their diets and habitats. As you observe, you can't help but feel a connection to these giant creatures, a sense of peace that they bring to the prehistoric domain. But then, the peaceful surrounding is interrupted by a strange cry that you hear. Your head snaps in the direction of the distress call, and there you see a young dinosaur, its striped hide vibrant against the green. It's stuck in a tangle of thick underbrush. I believe we have discovered a small child, Struthiomimus, he identifies. You can see the panic in the young dinosaur's eyes as it thrashes, trying to get itself free. You look around for its mother or herd, but they're nowhere in sight. They must have moved on, not noticing that the little dinosaur was stuck. Your heart races. You can't leave this little thing alone, vulnerable to all the predators. Spaceship, we need to help it, you say, determination set in your voice. You press the button on your watch, causing your spacesuit to fold out around your body like water. Then, you press another series of buttons on your left arm, causing a little laser to pop out. You use the laser to carefully cut the vines away and free the little dinosaur. 
When it's free, you pick it up off the ground and hold it up in the air. It looks at you with a sense of thankfulness or something like that. Don't worry, buddy. We'll find your parents, you say. You jump back on Changer, who's still in the shape and size of a velociraptor, and you tuck the little dinosaur in front of you on the saddle. You begin to run across the landscape once again, searching for the herd. You navigate through thick forests, over bubbling creeks and across wide open plains. Spaceship flies up ahead and relays information about the planet's geography and where to head next. The journey isn't just about finding the herd. You still have your project to write after all, and it's an opportunity to learn and document things. So, as you go, you stop along the way, jot down little notes, and do some more sketches. At one point, you come across a huge ravine. Well, there's no running across this thing. Changer, you say, uh, do your thing. Changer understands immediately. He begins to morph below you. Wings stretch out the side of its body. Its head stretches out into a long head of a pterodactyl. It begins to flap its wings and fly high up above the ravine. It glides across to the other side, and you begin to fly high above the planet until you safely come to land on the other end. When you do, Changer transforms, but this time into a Triceratops. Throughout the journey, the Struthiomimus remains close. Its trust in you seems to grow. It seems to think you're a friend now. You offer it fruits that you gather along the way, and it begins playfully interacting with you and Changer. The day runs into night, and the sun begins to lower. Just as it does, Spaceship alerts you to something. I believe I have found the Struthiomimus herd. Amazing. You quicken your pace knowing that soon the young one will be back with its kind. You're making good progress towards the herd when suddenly Spaceship's alarm blares. Alert! Alert! Large predator approaching at high speeds from the northeast, he warns. You barely have time to react as a massive shape bursts through the leaves. It's an Allosaurus, its eyes locked onto the young Struthiomimus with predatory focus. As the Allosaurus approaches, you know you don't have time to outrun it, so you have to outsmart it. Spaceship! Diversion! You call out. On your command, Spaceship emits a flurry of light patterns and loud, confusing noises designed to disorient the predator. You use the distraction to pick up the little dinosaur, activate your thrusters, and fly high up into the air. As soon as you're off of Changer, you watch him transform into a huge Tyrannosaurus Rex. Changer roars an amazingly loud roar, and the Allosaurus decides that this might not be the easy prey he was looking for after all. He runs in the other direction, trying to get away from Changer as quickly as he can. You float back down from the sky, 
and you try to comfort the little dinosaur, letting it know that the coast is clear and there's nothing to be afraid of anymore. The little dinosaur chirps softly and responds as if it understands. You fly back down to the surface and you land once more on top of Changer, who immediately transforms back into a Triceratops, trying to put the little dinosaur at ease. I mean, if you were a little dinosaur, you probably wouldn't want to be on top of a Tyrannosaurus Rex after all. You continue to trek through the forest until you come across a watering hole where there's several species of dinosaurs gathered. Some are submerging themselves to cool off, while others are using their long necks to reach leaves high up in the trees. Spaceship explains the relationship between them, like how the smaller creatures clean teeth of larger predators in exchange for protection. You grab your notebook again and take down as many notes as you can, watching all of the species of dinosaurs, writing down notes on what they eat and what they look like, and all sorts of things. At one point, you even witness a pack of raptors coordinating a hunt. Their strategic intelligence is impressive. They seem to speak with each other in some sort of way. But then you hear it, the calls of the Struthiomimus coming from the distance. I think that's them, you say to Spaceship. Let's go. You give Changer a little nudge and he begins to gallop as quickly as he can towards the sound of the Struthiomimus. Hearing the sounds of his kind, the little dinosaur perks his head up, looks up over the top of Changer and begins making the same sorts of sounds back. Soon you come across the herd. Changer slows down to a walk and Spaceship flies up in the air and scans the herd. Scanning the herd now. I believe, based on the DNA composition of the little dinosaur, I have found its likely mother. Follow me, Spaceship says. Spaceship flies back down to the ground and begins leading you towards one of the dinosaurs. The other dinosaurs don't seem too thrown off by the Triceratops. They just kind of look at it as you walk through the herd. They make way for you and you slowly and gently walk between all of them. They make little sounds towards the little dinosaur and he calls back. Soon, the crowd opens up, leaving one dinosaur standing in the center of an opening. This must be its mother, you realize. You swing your leg over the side of Changer and slide down from the giant Triceratops. You crouch down to the ground and you put down the little Struthiomimus on the ground. It runs forward towards its mother and when it's halfway there it looks back at you. It makes a strange dinosaur noise that you take to mean as, thank you for saving me. Then it runs back up to its mother and begins pressing itself against its mother's feet, kind of like a cat would. You take notes on the behavior. Hmm, this should go very well in my story. The herd of dinosaurs with the new youngling in tow begin to walk away into the sunset. You climb back on top of Changer and give it a little nudge. Well, Changer, let's take the quicker way home, you say. 
Changer understands immediately. Wings shoot out of the side of it, and it begins to morph its body once again. It runs as quickly as it can and then jumps up high into the air, its neck stretching out into the shape of a dragon. Oh, cool choice, you say to Changer, as you fly higher and higher above the dinosaur world. You press a little button on your spacesuit, causing your helmet to fold down. You can feel the wind against your face once again. You gently float over the landscape with the sun setting behind you. You fly back over the trees and the mountains, the bubbling rivers and the huge areas of brush, until you see the dinosaur base once again. Changer comes in for a landing at the center of the base, flapping its arms to gently glide down and land in the center of it. As you climb off of Changer, he immediately transforms back into the shape of a normal dog. Well, spaceship, there's some other things I'd like to explore right now. Why don't we head off into space? Understood, spaceship says. Spaceship flies in front of you and begins to glow a bright yellow color. It grows and grows and grows until it's the size and shape of a full-size spaceship. The back hatch opens up, and you and Changer climb inside. As soon as you do, the spaceship lifts up off the ground, points up straight towards space, flies through the clouds, pierces through the atmosphere, and once it's far enough away, it jumps to super hyperdrive once again. As you fly through space at amazing speeds, you sit down at the couch inside the living room of the spaceship. Then you say, spaceship, write down what I say. And you begin to dictate a story to spaceship, a story about a dinosaur planet and about finding a small dinosaur missing from its parents. And then about the journey to reuniting it with its mother and setting peace to the dinosaur planet once again. When you're finished, you ask Spaceship to write that up for you in the form of a nice story that you can hand in on Monday. You're feeling kind of tired after all that thinking and work, so you lay your head down on the couch. You pull the blanket down from the side of it and pull it up over top of yourself. Spaceship dims the lights, you allow your heavy eyes to close, and slowly you begin to drift off to sleep. You just notice your breath as it goes in and out, and with each breath you let your muscles relax more and more, letting yourself sink down into the comfortable couch and allowing your mind to wander off to dreams of new adventures and new things to come. Good night, everyone.